Hey everyone, this is Sarah Whaler, host of Interrelate. This is episode 8, where I'll be talking with Mark Fujiwara about his experiences dating as a post-divorce dad. He shares why he believes everyone should have a list, how being in a nice guys club helped him lean into the support of other men post-divorce, and how he met the love of his life the second time around. So we can go over the questions, and yeah. um, I think we can we can kick it off with with the first question that I had for you, which was. Um, oh wait, under- can I ask you a real qu- uh, quick? Yeah, question? Yeah, you go. Yeah, totally. Uh, if I swear, is that a problem? That's fine. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> it's, yes, it's fine, and just be yourself, and okay. that's the most important thing. So, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like I, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some 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 podcast people are like, no, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, okay. I'm, I think let's be real and raw and honest cool. and authentic, and so we want you to be you. Um, yeah. So you can totally swear. Um, All right. Yeah. So um, first question I had for you, Mark, was uh, you know just learning a little bit about your background, but I understand that you were married previously. You have you have two two children with your ex wife, um, and you know. For, for other folks who have gone through divorce or and or who have children with with their former you know partner, what's the biggest thing you learned about your previous marriage um, that made you a better person? Well, I think um, uh, a couple things come to mind. You know, first of all, um, I'm I'm a very <laughs> goal oriented person. Like I'm always writing down goals, and I just remember yeah. from from the time that I was in college, I'd write these goals down, and one of the things was, hey, I want to be married by the age of 30. And you know the, that yeah. acronym, SMART goals, you know, simple, yeah. you know. So when it comes to, like, finding a partner, I think, <laughs> it should be SMART goals. The, the, the T should not right. be there. There right. should not be a time, because quite frankly, I was very immature back then and yeah. um, wasn't ready um, to, you know, I was, I was looking for things that were not qualities that would, would be for a lifetime partner. Right. Um, I think what I, the big thing I learned too was that, you know, a relationship can, can really, romantic relationship can really make or break other things in your life and affect yeah. you so much. And, uh, I'm not going to badmouth my ex, but it was just not, in the last several years, it was just not a good marriage. Sure. And, um, uh, but then I also realized because this is so important that I had to, um, really make sure and, and plan what I really wanted. You know, it, right. it was like, I think we, we plan like to build our business or to plan um, like, I, I think I put more thought into training for a marathon than I did to, to get married. So, um, right. I think one of the big things that, that I, I did was, um, that I, that I frequently tell other, uh, uh single dads is make a list of the things you want. Actually, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. must have, must have. In a, in a yeah. person. In a person. What are the must have? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so kind of like the non-negotiables, the things yeah, that then, you can't live without in a in a person. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Things that you know when you're you know, when you're face to face with somebody and they have nine out of the ten must-haves. It's like no, 
you know, I got to have those 10 must-haves. Then, then when you get to that, uh, which what I did was I did a, um, a, a should-have, you know, right. which would be kind of cool if they were a runner or, you know, they got along with my dog. You know? <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. And so what? how did that change based on your marriage? Like, and, and certainly I don't want it to open up into bad-mouthing. Certainly your ex, not at all. But <laughs> some of the things that sort of shifted your perspective post-divorce that made you say, you know, I want someone who's really kind or I want someone who – it's spiritual or whatever those mm-hmm. things may be. And that also, from the standpoint of making you a better person it, as you are, you know, separate from this other person in your life, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. So so the, the big things were that, um, you know, I think when I was 26, I, yeah. I thought, well, if, if, if they look good and, and they're nice and then um then then that's that's what mattered most and right. there there's a whole lot more to that. And I think the right. big things were the fact that I really wanted somebody that just you know, my goals are her goals, her goals are my goals. Mm. That kind of thing where mm-hmm. it's like I want that person to, to be rooting for me and right. to, you know, we're on the same team. Um I also wanted somebody that had some of my interests. And I think with sure. my ex-wife, we really didn't have any similar interests. Right. Um, and that was one of the big things where I was like, I, I want somebody that, she doesn't have to be a marathon runner, but I want somebody that can go out and run a couple miles with me here yeah. and there. And he wants to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And do you think, though, in the beginning that was that existed and then it changed? Or do you think that that maybe the focus was more on like, oh, well, I'm really attracted to her and she's beautiful or those, those sort of more exterior qualities. I think, yeah, I think it, it, I was, I was blinded a little bit because yeah. of that, that ridiculous goal of getting married before age 30. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I think I, I, you know, that's another thing you, you kind of, when you find someone, you're like, oh, I really want this to, to work out. So, yeah, you know what? They get annoyed when I watch the San Francisco Giants play, but <laughs> you know we can we can we can work that out later on, right? Sure, <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. So, and that kind of leads into the next question, which is, you know, some people think that there's something inherently wrong with people who've gotten divorced, right? And I'm sure you've uh-huh. run across that in your experience talking to other divorced dads and other divorced people and, and dating and whatnot. Um, but the reality is a significant portion of marriages end up in divorce because relationships are hard and we're not all equipped for a forever relationship. How do you think your divorce prepared you for this next phase in your life, which is, you know, meeting your now new wife? Um, and then the second part of that question is, you know, what helped you get through it? Because divorce is one of, at least for myself, I think it's a life-changing experience that if you approach it in a healthy manner, it can make you an incredibly wiser, more thoughtful person in the end. But, you know, it depends on how you approach that grieving. Um, yes. Yeah. So how, how did, how did your divorce prepare you for where you are now? Great question. And let me ask you a question. The, okay. the knee-jerk reaction. So when you got a divorce and you, you tell people, I got a divorce, mm-hmm. what's the common thing that people say? What do people usually say? Like, what's what's that that's word? That's a good question. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. that's what I got every right. almost every single. Like, oh, yeah. sorry, Mark. 
And yeah. to, to this day on, when I hear someone gets a divorce, I'm like, you know what? Good. Congratulations. Yeah. Right. Because cause yeah. you're, you're out of something that it, it didn't happen. It's not like a heart attack. It just happens overnight. You're right. probably, you probably, you, you weren't in a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kind of discovered was that I had to, you know, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, poor me, I, I'm going through a divorce. It was like, right. no, there, there's better things there's better things going on. It's just like, sure. so I, I, you know, when per- people will be like, oh, I, hey, hey, you know, I just got a divorce. Is wrong with you? No. And they say, I'm sorry. And it's like, no, give me your fucking high five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, and to have the courage to leave something that wasn't working. Right. Is but, not, you know, I mean, I think that's worth congratulating. Um, yeah, yeah. It, but, but, you know, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it's not easy. It is not. You know, it, it's not it easy. Not. And, and, and it's, a, it's a big adjustment on many levels. For sure. Um, one of the things uh, that actually got me through it, because, you know, I'll, I'll admit it, Sarah, I was just, um, I was beat up, yeah. not physically. But yeah. after the marriage, I was just like, hmm. my self-esteem was shot. I felt like a doormat, and it just, I was, I would, um, I'd feel paralyzed. I was depressed. Yeah. What got me through it was I went out and well, I had a few friends, clients, and I just got off the phone with this great client. This is a great example yeah. of, of people that got a divorce, and they were down in the dumps, and then all of a sudden, couple years later, three years later, four years later, they're with the love of their life mm. and they couldn't be happier. And and there's four individuals mm-hmm. who I can, who I, who I could just think of or call on the phone and say, um, and just by them talking, because these four individuals I've known for a long time and I, and I, I knew when they went through the divorce and I knew afterwards when they, they met that second partner mm. and I Tell them what everyone tells me after I met Amy, which is, I've yeah. never seen you happier in your entire life. Yeah. And when I see that and how, and that goes back to the point, relationships are so crucial. When right. I see that, that gave me, it's like, I can do that. I can, totally. It's not going to be easy right now. Right. Is, right. Is, is, you know, these people can do it. I certainly could. So that kind of got me through. Yeah. Um, it's that, that support I, from other. Yeah. I, I do think. Leaning into people who have had a similar experience is really valuable and important to know that you're not alone. I think that is critical. Yeah, and, for and sure. You, you know, you asked, you know, how did it prepare me? I think, right. you know, although it was tough and, you know, the, the toughest thing that I had to ever do in my life was to tell my two kids mm-hmm. that we're getting divorced. Yeah. And, how old, um, how old, how old were they, Mark? They were nine and seven at the time. Okay. And it's just one of those things where it just, uh, for a while, that just, I would have nightmares about telling them. And so what that did for me, and I think about this all the time, it's like, hey, if I can get up in front of a room of 500 people, no, if I can tell my kids, excuse me, if I can tell my kids that I'm getting divorced, it's just just the hardest thing in the world. I can right. pretty much do anything. It, it yeah, gets you, it gets you through. That yeah. was the toughest thing I had to do, and and it and and, and it helped, you know. Mm. Um, uh, and it helped when I started to date as well too. It's just like, okay, hey, I, this is really tough. This is the hardest conversation I was going to have with anybody. Right. Yeah. I can certainly ask that woman out. <laughs> for sure. For sure. 
Yeah. And so what what are some other ways that you grieved and processed your divorce in a healthy way? Did you go to therapy? Did you oh, join any groups? What, what yes. are some examples? Yes, absolutely. And I wish I did that sooner than later because I kind of mm-hmm. made the mistake of just saying, oh, no, I'm good and, you know, I can get through anything and, you know, just being macho about the whole thing. So a couple things that I did, which which uh, happened later than I would have liked, but I ended up doing, I did get a good uh, therapist. Awesome. I did, I, and and I reached out through my doctor, and I said, look, I, I've, I've gone through a lot. I'm stressed. I'm depressed. I'm somewhat suicidal, too. Yikes, yeah. And yeah. she said, go see this person. Wonderful therapist. Oh, great. Um, got me back on track. The other thing I did was I got, um, I did join a couple of groups and one was um, you know, for this is what they called it, and I think it was perfect to get, get me through. Was the nice guys group? It was oh, a nice cool. guys group. Yeah, and I've never heard that. of that. Yeah. More. <laughs> a group of guys. There's like eight of us, and we get together or, or through, through Skype or video conferencing, mm-hmm. and and all these guys were were similar to me because they were nice and they were too nice. And they, you know, didn't set boundaries. And what I, the reason I got into that group was that I didn't want to happen what happened in my first relationship to happen in my next relationship. Sure. So um, what was good about that is that I said, oh, my gosh, I'm not, you know, I just felt like I'm, a, I'm the only doormat in this, on, this, on this planet. Hmm. I'm the only yeah. one that, that got stepped on and, and then uh, my self-esteem is shot. But it got me to just. You know, share share ideas, and a lot of these people, it, it hit the nice guy syndrome, hit them in different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you know, by yeah. helping people too, that does that does kind of get you through it too. So. For sure, for sure, giving sharing your stories and your experiences, and so I, yeah, I mean, I guess to the nice guy theme, what are some of the issues that nice guys, other than the doormat doormat comment, like? Tell me more a little. Tell me more about that. So nice, yeah. So what I discovered, and it wasn't only in my marriage, but in previous relationships, mm-hmm. um, I felt like I would not set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That I would just kind of let, um, you know, I would just let the the uh, girlfriend, other person, just do do their thing and. You didn't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in some cases, too, I would just kind of settle. And I'd stay yeah, in relationships too long. Sure. You know? um, yeah, I can relate to that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the challenge has been. And I yeah. want a relationship. I think that was the thing. Sure. Like, oh, I, I wanted to avoid it. It's like, oh, you know, nice guy wants the relationship. And, and, but right. wants it for the wrong reasons. And then. Sure. Needs to get out of the relationship. Yeah, that's get out hard. Of the oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. Are you still in the nice guys group? Uh, no, I should get back into it though. But I am reading a, a really good book. Um, because now it's like it spirals into into my kids. Because I can't, okay. you know, I gotta say no to them. <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> I should get back exactly. into that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a nice guys dad. Nice dad group or something like right. that to help you right. in this phase of your life. Yeah. Yeah, because it creeps up on you. <laughs> so. Totally, totally. <laughs> and it's a balance. It's it's hard to set. It's hard to set boundaries, but it is important too. So yeah. Right. Um, what's what's the funniest dating story you have, or maybe 
funniest, if you have one, and then most <laughs> challenging dating story or sort of horror story, if you have one? I, I think the two go hand in hand. Okay. So this is kind of early on after my divorce, and um, I go on uh, online, and um, this is one of my first dates, actually. So okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just come clean and say I I had a thing for uh Olympic hero and it's not okay. Mary Lou Retton. Okay. You remember Mary Lou Retton back in eighty four? I, I do so Lou- a little okay, before so my time but a little before your time but I think yeah. that's dating me, you know, I'm 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 okay. almost fifty. But so Mary Lou Retton was a gold medalist, but see I thought okay, um I was fifteen and, and you know, and still do love mm-hmm. athletic women. And yeah. she was a she was the gold medal gymnast and I said, you know what? She's not the best looking one on that team. It's the second place. It's the silver medalist, Julianne <laughs> McNamara. Now, Julianne okay. McNamara, just, you know, this, this really happy, smiley, mm-hmm. um, just, uh, really peppy, my, you know, my kind of, mm. my kind of woman, even though she's yeah. a lot older than me then. <laughs> so, I, so I've always had this thing for her and then, you know, I've kept track of her, not in the mm. fucking way or anything, but yeah. she got married to a baseball player and I like that baseball player. Anyways, okay. case in point, Julianne McNamara, mm. uh, this, this girl online looked like Julianne McNamara. Okay. And I said, oh, this is really cool. And in fact, she yeah. was doing kind of athletic yoga pose. And I said, whoa, this is, it looks like an athlete and says she, you know, she's a runner just mm. like me. Right. And, uh, you know, she's 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 a mom, and she's she, oh, she's she's a great mom. I'm a great dad. Whoa! And all these <laughs> things are piling up, and I'm just yeah, like, whoa, this That's is nice. really cool. And totally. she looks all I can think of was she looks like Julianne McNamara. You know, and 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 Sarah, the the the, the top top ten must haves kind of went off the window because hey, this, yeah. this woman looks like my my boyhood crush. Totally. So we 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 end up you know conversing online, and you know just. Uh, then I um, I, uh, I uh, arranged a date to, to meet her at Starbucks, and okay. and I go into the Starbucks in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. um, I go up to the counter and I order a drink, but then she I hear this, hey Mark, and I, I look over and I and I say I don't know this woman. Oh my goodness! And and it's uh, you know. <laughs> So, uh, she was a bit, that picture was taken maybe a few years ago and sure. many, many, um, dress sizes ago. Sure. Sure. And I, you know, I, you know, was like, oh gosh, you know, how do I get out of this one? Right. And right. So it's funny yeah. because I ordered a grande coffee, which is my drink of choice. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Starbucks has the hottest, gosh like darn, coffee in the world. And right. I'm just like, i got to finish this coffee. And I'm burning my mouth, and I'm just like, let's get this done. And, right. Um, and, and on top of that, she kind of stopped me a little bit because she was mm. just like, whoa, you know, uh, you're – your your ex wife is something else, and I'm just like, oh, do you know her? She goes, oh no, I was looking on your Facebook page, and I'm like, wow. oh my gosh, this is yeah. This and, is and not I, a good way to start, or or no, anyway, I guess. <laughs> no, no, but I I ended up with a with a burnt mouth, but also a really yeah. good lesson. So 
whenever I go on dates, it's just like you get the cold coffee. And I have right. this joke with my friends. It's just like when we sit down and I get a venti coffee, and they're just like, oh, good, you're you're still attracted to me. <laughs> sure. so. Yeah. So, oh, wow. I would have never thought of it like that. So. Yeah. No, I think that especially for men, it seems like there are more horror stories of, you know, false advertising, basically. And I don't know if it – that's – it's, that's really only happened to me once, and it wasn't really false advertising, but I think that's more common with men, and uh, yeah. for whatever reason, kind of. And I, you know. and I learned from that point on, it's just yeah. like, don't, don't if, there's, if there's one picture, um, and then we started to talk about running, and, you know, right. and I said, I run marathons, and she says. Me too. And... Me. No, she just said, that seems like a long distance. Oh. Okay. And I said, well, it says you, yeah, she yeah. was a runner before, I guess. But, uh, right. yeah, don't rely on one picture. No, um, that's true. Ask, yeah, ask a little bit more leading questions, I guess, too, before you go on the date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, too, like you said, you know, always schedule, like, a coffee date is a good way to start. Keep it short yes. and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can always go from there. But, um, yeah, that's a great story. Um, so, now to your your current wife, um, or I should say your what what is her name? Her name is Amy. Oh, Amy. Yes, yeah. Amy. Yeah. So, how did you guys meet? So we we met on eHarmony. Okay. And um, I had been on multiple date, dating sites, and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you, you you pick which one you want, and but yeah. So so the thing I liked about eHarmony was the fact that. Um, you know, everyone has to pay to go on. People have right. to take their time to do the profile. So right. it was like people that were serious. I, was, I wasn't looking for, you know, a, a fling. It was, it was like, I, I want someone that is, is a, someone that's a, a partner, a potential partner. Right. right. So, sure. um, this is kind of an interesting story. I, um, uh, I had a uh, deal with my business coach and she said, mm-hmm. uh, you've got to go outside your comfort zone for a hundred mm-hmm. days in a row. Hundred wow. days in a row. Uh, so cool. I ended up okay. like asking some random stranger out at a restaurant, and she said no. But just things like that, just things yeah. that, to, to get you outside your comfort zone. So wow. th- there, there was one day where I was like, um, I just, you know, was was dating different women, but just not finding, you know, the, the right one. Mm-hmm. And so I went on the dating site and uh, on e- eHarmony, and I went from fifteen miles radius. Okay. To a hundred fifty miles radius. Wow. And then I went from you know two years younger than me to ten years younger than me. Okay. And I said, you know, I I, I was getting to a point where I knew every single person on there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're the you're the uh, you're the physician with three kids and the dog that uh, you know that, that you've had for 20 years. You know, it was like, you know, so I expanded that. And then the next morning I woke up and Amy's picture, boom, right, right off the bat. And, and it was like pictures. I should say she had like really cool pictures and Mm. just like, Oh my gosh. It was just like, you know, take my breath away. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I usually write a little thing like, you know, it takes me, you know, several minutes to write a clever thing with the profile. Right. Right. It took me seven hours to write like five sentences, literally. Wow. And I was like, I was, I did not want to be, 
this is, mm-hmm. I had to get a response and I was like looking at our profile, looking at, yeah, wow. don't be too stalkerish, but you know, also, you know, mention this and then I go helpful. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I sent that and then, and then that, that that's how we met. Yeah. We, uh, we went out 11 days after that. So. Okay. Now where did, where did Amy live? Amy lives in Sacramento okay. and Amy, um, uh, the good thing about Sacramento is that um, I had a lot of clients up in Sacramento. So I would go okay. there when when I didn't have my kids, I would go there for, uh, you know, it was like half the week I would be up there anyway. Sure. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I, I made the big jump to the to the range because, gosh, if I can meet someone near Sacramento, then, then that yeah. sense too. Um, sure. So, uh but yeah. the the first day, you know, I talk about my rules and, you know, you just have a quick cu- cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, sir, I went all in. I said, yeah. let's, go to, let's go to the fancy restaurant. Let's, okay. let's go wow. right near you. Yeah. And um, I told her this just recently because mm-hmm. she didn't know. I said, oh, yeah, I have I have a client in Sacramento and I'll be in Sacramento. Yeah. Day. No, I was going specifically for her. I drove three and a half hours oh, just to see her. <laughs> Oh my God! Now, so what? What was it about? I mean, obviously, you read her profile, and she had cool photos, and could glean her personality through her profile. But uh-huh. what was it? What was it about Amy that made her different than everyone else? Like, if you could point to one thing, how how did how was she kind of the diamond in the rough? I looked at um, I looked at her profile and and. All I could think of as I was reading it was just, this is somebody that, you know, when I talk about uh, someone that someone that could support and root for me, mm-hmm. this is somebody that would be mm-hmm. all in all that, and yeah. I just it, and it just came through in her pictures, it came through in yeah. every everything, and this woman just lives with such passion. Yeah. Um, she doesn't settle. Mm. Uh, she's amazing family values, as I could tell in her profile. Yeah. And um, and and just somebody, you know, I had a little, I was always a little scared of trusting people. Right. And it's like, you know, I, I just have a really mm. good feeling. Wow. Um, plus, she, plus, she was hot. She is hot. <laughs> she's so <silly. laughs> I mean, she's like, whoa. So it's that, like. Really rare combination. So, and that's the other thing, though, because someone can have an amazing profile and look really uh-huh. great on paper, and not translate to who they are. You know, once you meet them. So, obviously, that translated. And so, what was it about her when you met her that you were just like, besides the beauty, besides the physicality, what was it about kind of her essence that really just like resonated with you? Well, I think what really struck me was that. Um, you know, our first date was four and a half hours. Yeah. And we didn't order food for the first two hours, at least. In fact, yeah. the waitress was just like, just flag me down when you're ready. Yeah. Um, wow. I just felt like I could talk to her, and she's Aww. such a great listener. Yeah. Um, but it's a weird thing, too, was that we, you know, I, I'm i a podcast. I love podcasts. Yeah. Um, um well, I, I really like your podcast, by the way. <laughs> I've listened to all of them, and, and I really respect people that do podcasts. And we mm. we started to talk about podcasts, and it was wow. like, oh, I listen to James Oxford. Oh, yeah, I do too. Yeah, and it was cool. like we listened to the same podcast. 
Um, you know, she just, uh, and, and, and just, um, was such a curious person. Mm. You know, I love that. And I'm curious too. And it just like, we, she said genuinely curiosity about, about me and the world. And, and, um, it, it it just got me so excited. And all I could think about, like pretty much 10 minutes in was, Get the second date. <laughs> oh, and you knew. So you knew within those first 10 minutes, you probably knew within those first two minutes that you wanted to go out with her again. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's wow, something that was so different. Yeah. And it just wow. got better. And it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you have a nonprofit that supplies books and uh, libraries yeah. to Uganda. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, she seems... She seems like a special person. I did a little research on both of you just to, to get a little better. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. no, she seems like a <laughs> remarkable woman. Um, yeah, so how, how much time did you take between getting divorced and remarrying? If you don't um, Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so it was uh, four and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, okay. four and a half yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm... I was going to say, I've been divorced now for a little over four years, and I do feel like it takes about that time to kind of get your head right and to oh, yeah. see and grow and really focus on yourself. And some, some of the, some of, I believe dating other people, I've grown a lot in learning more about myself through dating other people, but I do believe that it takes a, a long time, longer than I would have ever thought to kind of process and get over and, get to know myself yeah. and get to know other people and types of types of people that, you know, I might be interested in or not interested or surprised by. And um, it's definitely a process. So um, I guess the question I have for you is having been divorced, you know, and now remarried a uh, second time, why are you, why are you still a believer in it? And some people get divorced or get married once divorced, and then are just like, I never want to get married again. Mm-hmm. What made you a believer in marriage for a second like, time? Right after the divorce, I, I mm-hmm. was telling people, I said, oh, I don't want to get married again. It's just like, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm big in the math, right? And it's, right. It's a simple math. It's just like, I want to pay my ex-wife <laughs> an X amount of dollars. Yeah. I don't need another right. payment. And I was just kind of bitter. But yeah. um, but then, but then I, I started to look at um, not only second marriages, but well, no, no, I, 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 yeah, I did look at some of the second marriages, and, and I had some really amazing uh, uh, examples of, of not only second marriages, but just mar- my my own parents, for mm-hmm. that matter, yeah. who are just rock, like two rocks together, mm. like they are so solid, and and I just said, gosh, they, um. They make each other better, and I right. just thought, yeah. you know, if I can find the right person, I, I saw plenty of examples. My cousin Gail is another example, mm-hmm. that, and I tell her this all the time. And I said, "Gosh, your husband Munzer," I said, "You found this guy, and you guys make each other so much better." And, mm-hmm. and um, raised her two kids, and they had another kid, and and just just amazing partnership. And mm-hmm. I just said, I. I want that. I, yeah. I and, and I know I can get that. And I did not want to 
I, I, I was afraid of this too, that maybe it is going to happen like that, but you know, just go for it. It's like, mm-hmm. I did not want to, you know, be, you know, 20 years out and just say, man, I should have right. picked the tires at least. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. should have looked. So. Right. Right. No, that's amazing. That's great. Yeah. I, I do think, you know, marriage is a beautiful thing, especially if you find the the right person. Certainly in, in my, I don't, I was with my ex for almost 10 years, and I think the, the uh-huh. thing with that was we were married really young, and, and there were uh-huh. things missing. But I still look at him as like, I don't regret those 10 years of my life, or nearly 10 years of my life. I do think we made each other better people, and I don't I don't look at marriage now as a negative because that one didn't work out. I still, you know, I still hope for that in the future, and I think it's, I do think it's a, with the right person, it's it's a beautiful way of bonding, you know, and connecting. Um, so, no. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so um, that's, no, that's special. Um, so you, you counsel divorced dads kind of on a pro bono basis, not as a therapist per se, but it kind of as an armchair therapist, so to speak. What are, <laughs> what, what are some of the, what are some, what, what are some of the pearls of wisdom that you impart on, on that? All right. Well, I got I got a quick funny story on that. Uh, mm-hmm. So the the first guy that I counseled, mm-hmm. first guy I counseled was uh, one of my daughter's friends. Okay. And at the time she was in seventh grade, and mm-hmm. you know I didn't share a lot with my daughter or yeah. my son, but they would kind of know like who I'm dating. It's like oh I'm going mm-hmm. on dates. And then one day my daughter's like, "Wow, you're you're pretty good." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Mm. And she, wow. and she goes, "Pretty good at this dating thing. You, you know, you got the you got a CEO that you dated. Uh, you got the doctor. You got the, uh, the partner in the law firm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, dating all these very high quality women." And, yeah. And I thought nothing of it. And then uh, a few days later, she's like. Uh, is this okay? I, uh, one of my friends is going to give you a call. Wow. And I said, okay, why? And she, <laughs> said, she says, well, he he needs some dating advice. And I'm like, okay, come give me a call. And he called yeah. right right away. Wow. And he says, you know, hey, hey, uh, uh, sir, I, 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 I like this woman. And I just, well, let me get this clear. It's not my daughter, right? And he goes, no, it's not your daughter. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> so um, that I had that in the way. Yeah. I actually coached the girl that he really liked in basketball. So I said, I mean, I know a thing or two about this this girl. Mm-hmm. And what I discovered in coaching him, it's like for a seventh grader, it's the same thing as, as like a yeah. 50-year-old dad. You wow. know, it's the same. It's a very similar thing. It's yeah. just like be yourself. You listen. Um, but uh, uh, anyway, so so that was yeah, my first. Hilarious. And then. Okay. I just um so so yeah, I, I you know, whenever a dad, um, you know, or or you know, uh um any any guy needs a little help, I'm I'm always uh, I, I love doing it. Um yeah. and a lot of times I, I it's not me, it's they they meet Amy and they're like, mm. uh, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. I want an Amy. I want an Amy yeah. and it's just sure. like, Yeah, cool. Um Huh. And um, I uh, so so the things that uh, the challenges um, that that they're gonna face, especially you know, being a divorced dad, you've got the kid thing, and um, it, you know that's that that's that's a challenge. And you know that to me, and I always tell tell 
the divorced dads especially, it's like, that's got to be one of your must-haves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the must-haves should not, should, some dads making a mistake, well, my kids better like her. It's like, no, 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 no. No, she yeah. better like your kids. That's true. Or she better be okay with your kids. Your, your kids sure. liking the woman mm-hmm. that you're bringing home, you know what? Don't put too much emphasis on that because yeah, I got to tell you, interesting. I talked to a lot of dads and I'm just like, you know, if that, if your son or daughter does not like that woman, mm-hmm. they're not going to like any woman because it's weird, you know? Yeah, that's true. I would, I'd be very surprised if they were like, oh yeah, bring them, bring them on, you know? <laughs> sure. so, but, but sure. it's like, if, if you, if, if they like kids, Mm-hmm. Then, then, then that you know that should should be a must have. Um, yeah. But um, you know that, and, and the, the challenging part is the, you know, especially if you're dating a uh, woman that has kids, you right. kind of have to make sure those custody schedules work out. Oh my goodness! Um, totally. Because I had this one woman that it was like, um, really early on, we had the exact opposite custody mm. schedule, and right. I'm like. All right, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, logistically, it's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless you, you you get your schedule changed, but that's like a whole court process, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it worked out well. I married this amazing woman, so. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great, um, yeah. So just, just, you know, the advice that I give them is just, um, if you're doing online dating, which is, you know, there's just so much out there, just it. I, I I tell guys, and especially guys, mm-hmm. if you spend more than ten minutes on your profile, you're ahead of the game. And um, I even did research because you know my dad is a guy got this from my dad. Everything that's important to you, you make into a science. So I actually yeah. went on the other side and I did a woman's profile, and hmm. um, I actually looked at all the guys, and I'm yeah, like, science. huh. Okay, don't do the selfie in the mirror without the shirt. Oh, um, you know, yeah. no post, no post in front of your car ever. <laughs> so many of them do that, right? So many of them do that, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just clicking yeah. through, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's like eight of the, it's like eight of the same guy over, yeah. and over, and over again, and they say the and, same thing. And right? for for that, I mean, I think that's true for women as well. I think they're very typical proto typical female profiles as well. Oh, yes. Like the yoga yes, you're pose right. and, oh, yes. you know, yes, yes, yes. like the, the 40 pose and you have, you're representing each different facet of yourself or appearing to be, yeah, so it goes That is ways. so true. That yeah. is so true. Yeah. So um, what I tell them is just like, you know, make your pictures a little interesting. So speaking of what I did on mine, which got many, many hits more than just my standard, you know, mug shot. Was I did, uh, I went in my backyard and I did yoga poses in the backyard. Okay. Um, and it's kind of a funny story because I had my daughter take pictures and there's one pose where I'm just like, all right, when I count to three, you take that chair out of the way and take the pictures. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. So it was like, I, I can't hold this pose, but it looks really cool. Um, <laughs> right. but, but, you know, make, make it a little different and, um, you know, inject something in there, you know, Besides, I like to work out. I'm successful. Mm-hmm. You know, right. put something in there that 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 gets a little personal. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are good. Those are good tips. What What advice would you give for women dating post divorce? Um, 
So I think, uh, so this is what Amy did. And, um, she actually had a coach. Um, she had a dating coach and, um, and I think, um, this will, um, and I, I want to get the name right. Dwayna Welsh is the name. Okay. Um, Dwayna Welsh wrote um, uh, a, a bunch of books on, on mm-hmm. dating, and Love Factually is the book that, that is, is the most popular. So Amy mm-hmm. followed this woman, you know, and this, this, is, this is big because um, I think I might have mentioned this before. So on our first several dates, right. we, we barely kissed. Yeah. Um, huh. In fact, um, uh, on our second date, um, I drove up to Sacramento and right. I, I would spend another five hours with her. So I was like, yeah. oh, nine and a half hours, give a hug, and <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to drive home all this time and I'm just going to yeah. beat myself up that she likes me or not. Right. And so she got in her car, she started to back up, and I uh-huh. knock on the window and I said, Hey, wait! <laughs> I was scared the heck yeah. out of her. And she goes, what's wrong? And I, and she goes, here, sit down, what's going on? And I'm, and I'm, yeah. I think I, she said I was really pale. And I said, uh-huh. can I kiss you? And she's like, sure. And I kissed her and I'm like, okay, good. And then wow. on our third date, she said, and this is what her coach said, her third date, she says, we're not going to be kissing anymore. Wow. Okay. She's so like, I want to kiss, and then no longer can you kiss. Okay. Right. And that was yeah. the rule. It's like, do not get physical with this guy yeah. if you really like him. And, you know, for me, if if women are serious about dating and yeah. they want to find a partner and they want to find a long-term relationship, yeah. golly, that was that was the best way. You know, oh, see, see who's serious yeah. about it. And you know no, what? I, I was like, yeah. I, will go, I will go on 15 dates with you and not, mm-hmm. not kiss you. Because sure, yeah. you know, I'm in this for for the long haul. So that yeah. that that's what I would say is like, um, and that was so, um, you know, I wanted to be with her, and it wanted it made me want to be with her even more. Right. And on her side, it showed that I was really committed, mm-hmm. and that um, and 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 I have to agree with this coach. You really get to know a person if you're not, you know physical with them oh for sure so. you get to know who they are on the inside and and uh and you invest more in getting to know their personalities so yeah it's easy to get caught up in the physical and to sort of shove away all those other things that you would be overlooking otherwise if you're caught up in you know getting sexual too soon but i agree i, I think prolonging the physical as long as possible is is always a good idea um yeah 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 okay anything else any other tips I'd say for both men and women, mm-hmm. make, make a list. You know, I mm-hmm. I um I gotta find it. I'm more than happy to mm-hmm. share it. But I I, yeah. I created an algorithm. Everything has to do with math and science with me. So I created yeah. an algorithm, and pretty much I would look and 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 um but but the must have, the should have, and and uh-huh. um, you know that's nice, how I knew. nice to have. Yeah, that's how I knew hmm. Amy was. The one because the highest score of her before her, it's like the SAT 2400. Yeah. I think it was an 1820. And then she wow. actually got a 2400 out of 2400. I was like, this is amazing. Wow. Um, so, um, but, but you don't have to do the algorithm, but make the must haves and make the should haves. Yeah. And if there's no must haves, then that's okay. You know, that's, you save, save yourself some time. 
Right. And, um, you know, don't settle for, for eight out of 10 on the must have. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's so important. You know, we, yeah. we do that for our, our work and, you know, what kind of company do I want to work for? What kind of business do I want? And, mm-hmm. and it should be the same thing for a partner. Mm-hmm. Although some people might say, you know, the idea of using a list to kind of assess someone is bad. So yeah. what would you say to someone who disagrees with that approach? Okay. So the, the must have, don't make the must-haves too hard. <laughs> like, yeah. you gotta have, yeah. you know, 11% body fat or less. You know, make it, you know, so I'll give you a few examples of mine. Just mm-hmm. healthy mind and body. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the triangle of kindness, which is, you know, compassionate kindness and empathy, um, you know, has to, has to enjoy, uh, you know, some kind of fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, has to like kids. Right. Um, so, so it's not like, um, there, there's plenty of people to, that, that would be, and then, that, then that once you get into, yeah, then once you get into it, just like, well, I have an attraction for this person. And then, and, and there's some should have that are coming up too. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's helpful. Yeah. That, that's, that's good. Um, awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, to this conversation? You know, I, yeah, one more thing. You know, I, yeah. I got to say that um, uh, finding the right romantic partner mm. can absolutely change your life. In fact, I, yeah. I, because of Amy, I've done just some amazing things in my life and in our life, I should say. Mm. Um, I'm actually writing a book on, yeah, I told you about the 100 days and going out. Yeah. And that's how I met Amy. Mm. Um, but, uh um, after meeting her, um, it just, it, it, it turned things, you know, c- completely around. Wow. And um, I went from literally just being depressed and, and, and on the verge, you know, somewhat suicidal mm-hmm. and um, to just loving life and, and um, just doing the things that I never, ever dreamed I could you know, she just brings out the best in me. Mm, and so I, 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 I wish that for, for you. I wish that for everybody out there. Yeah. You, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's amazing just, yeah. to, just, to, just, just to find that and experience that. Yeah. No, it's so true. I think the right person can really make us shine and we can help them shine. And, um, yeah, no, that's, that's beautiful, Mark. Um, Awesome. Well, thank you for the chat today. This was really great. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Keep up the great work. I, I applaud thank you. you. I, uh, thank you. I've always said, I'm going to start a podcast. And it's just, I, you I, did. You yeah. I, it's been like that for two years. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but, you know, maybe with this you know, book, you'll you'll be inspired. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And, and let's, you know, I'll, I'll obviously share this when it when it goes live and would love for you to share it on your end and um, awesome. yeah we, we can stay in touch so great great thanks mark thank you sarah you're welcome All right. bye. Bye. bye if you enjoyed this episode please leave a comment and be sure to check us out on social media on instagram at interrelate podcasts on facebook and twitter and head over to our website at interrelatepodcast.com see you next week